It's about time to take your great idea and turn it into a reality with Squarespace. They make it easier than ever to launch your passion project. Are you trying to showcase your work or sell products of any kind? Well, you can use their beautiful templates and customize just about anything and make a beautiful website all by yourself. And if you get stuck, they have 24-7 award-winning customer support that is there to help. Go to squarespace.com grace for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code grace to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Hey guys, producer director Jack Ferry here to tell you that Not Too Deep is now an actual, tangible, visual show on full screen thanks to AT&T. Get more details and sign up for full screen at fullscreen.com slash ATT to get a year's worth of streamable content at no extra cost. That's my favorite cost. No extra cost. If you're an eligible AT&T wireless customer, first year's on them. So you can just sit back and watch Grace talk about pants shitting. And other fun things. So do it. Get ready for sexy times. It's another episode of Not Too Deep, and we are celebrating Romance Awareness Month, the most sterile way to celebrate sex. And who better to do it with us than Casper Lee? Find out what else he's done or who he's done in this episode of Not Too Deep. Not, not Too Deep. This episode of Not Too Deep is sponsored by our dear, dear friends over at Squarespace. Whether you need a portfolio to showcase your work, a store to sell your products and services, or a blog to share your brilliant ideas, Squarespace gives you everything you need to make your next move into a reality. Not to mention, with Squarespace's beautifully designed templates and customizable features, creating a beautiful website is simple and intuitive. Simply add and arrange your content with the click of a mouse. Start your free trial today at squarespace.com. Enter offer code GRACE. G-R-A-C-E to get 10% off your first purchase. They support us, so go support them. Who are you sexting right now? <laughs> Jack is in the middle of a deep sext with someone. I don't know what's going <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, deep sex. Which is perfect because this episode of Not Too Deep is all, all about, about romance. <laughs> this episode's all about love. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Not Too Deep. I'm your host, Grace Helbig, here with Jack Ferry. <laughs> Is that the intro? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's great. I've become sexy an MTV voice. VJ. I am doing everything Jesse Camp 2KOO 2000. When was he a VJ? I don't remember Jesse, Jesse Camp. Camp. Is he alive? I don't know. We speak at romance. He was like, he was like the uh, so you want to be a, D, D, he a was, VJ guy. Yeah, it was that He contest. lasted like a week. <laughs> well, he was the fan favorite, but yeah. deeply underqualified. Yeah. Um, and then Dave Holmes was actually the one that was who won. who won, who was actually great. But also Jesse Camp always looked like um who did the nightmare before Halloween? Oh, Tim Burton. Yeah, he looks like a Tim Burton <laughs> yeah. human, like yeah. all the time. I was just like, this is a weird, like fragile, frail cartoon character, nightmare human. Yeah, he definitely looked like an adult scarecrow. Yeah, and he talked talk like this. Like he just always talked like the breeze was blowing his breath away all the <laughs> yes. time. And didn't he get fired because he like, was awful? Yeah. <laughs> that, but also day two, he was like talking about how like all the money he spent on blow. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Jesse Camp. I mean, he had a yeah. very solid brand that I like don't didn't deny. Deviate. I, didn't deviate from it. I mean, least. he taught me a lot about brand building, so I appreciate that. Jesse Camp, rest in peace. You're probably alive. Here's hoping. No one knows. I hope he's, he's not alive. actually dead. He's alive. Rucker <laughs> he's alive. He has a picture what's he doing? Him. Yeah, what's he up to? What's he up to? Is he verified on Twitter? We, we're getting word. Let's all take a break. We while have a we, we have a very we have a very very uh, rich research team that is deep diving into the. He's anarch- not really doing anything. Oh, 
Rucker That's a surprise. saw him at the Soho house and he's pants who, look wait, like he should have been. Rucker, Rucker, Rucker saw him at the Soho Michael Of Ruck- course Rucker saw him at the Soho Michael house. Michael Rucker, who is the head of Full Screen's podcasting network, he's like the brain behind all of this that makes us all go. He gives us the green light reluctantly to do what we're doing right now. <laughs> he saw Jesse Camp at the Soho house. Michael Rucker, why have we not talked about this before? So much to unpack in that statement. Did you fangirl? I, how I, much? How tall was he in person? How frail was he? Who Did the breeze blow him over? What did happened? you guys do blow together? How many scarves was he wearing? <laughs> <laughs> oh um, my. So we just polarized all of our audience. Yeah, with people that are like, who's, what's MTV? Yeah, he yeah. won in 1998. Carson, he's born in 1998? He won in 1998. He won in 1998? Willie. That's a real year? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that was the last century. Wow, wow. So many memes. So many. Uh, uh, but you know what's timeless? Love. It is timeless. <laughs> and great segue, segue queen. We are doing an episode all about romance. Why? Uh, because it's like National Romance Month and National Romance, romance Week. It's Romance Awareness Month. Why do we have to be aware of it? That's so aggressive. <laughs> I'm not really sure, actually. It's like I, I get being aware of diseases or like causes, but being aware of romance sounds it's like very, very aggressive it's and very, clinical. Very important. Uh, it's designated each August. Okay. And it's intended not just to celebrate the existence of romance, but to remind us all of the importance of being romantic and letting our significant others know that we love them. I should call my parents no this is just sorry I'm making just verbal notes to myself because I haven't talked to my parents in like a month sorry that just reminded me I'll talk offline with myself about this okay Uh, so yeah we're doing a romance themed episode here's a fun fact because this podcast in this season is about facts and education Uh, a recent Zeusk poll yes this is not a typo Zeusk Mm Z-O-O-S-K of Americans found that 78% of Americans believe that romance in a relationship is, quote, very important. <laughs> what? How do you measure that? Hey, that is a very controversial uh, opinion. I, I think. mean, I, I'm in the very, I guess, like, I don't know, 22% that just think it's important, not very important, <laughs> according oh, yeah. to the Zeus right? poll. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. And also 34% of Americans said that summer vacation was the most romantic time of year beating out Valentine's Day. Yes, yeah, suck it, Valentine's Day. No, it's only 34%, so it's not the majority. All right, so, so yeah, you can you keep right. going on with your life Valentine's <laughs> Day. You're doing a great job. It beat Valentine's Day, though. This is Still. weird. It's but, a weird poll. But also, like, we're just pulling, we're grasping for themes, guys. So I also hate Valentine's Day. Do you don't do you like That's Valentine's not shocking. Day? Um, no, I don't. Why is that not shocking? Because you hate a lot of things. <laughs> you are very opinionated in a negative way about a lot of things. All right, that's that is a. I would say that's a fair Sorry. observation. Mel is laughing her ass I off know. off camera right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming in hot, guys. It's a day after VidCon. Feeling loose. Feeling Zeusk. Let's do this. Feeling very Zeusk right now. <laughs> Wait, you hate Valentine's Day? Yeah, Go on. Because no, I get you. I understand, but also that kind of goes into line with what we are celebrating right now, which is like forcing people to be aware of romance yeah. at a time that they don't necessarily need to. Be aware of it, you guys. Romance is there. It's around. It's it, here. It's going nowhere. 78% of Americans think it's very important. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I feel I'm totally, very indifferent about Valentine's Day. I don't hate it, but I just like don't think it's awesome either. Yeah. I yeah. just feel like if you want to buy flowers, why wouldn't like why not wait till the third week of February? When they're when all they're, on sale? Yeah, when they're not super overpriced. You are so cheap. 
Oh, you are it? so tacky. <laughs> uh, what's the most romantic thing you've ever done for someone? Um, oh, okay, God. you can think on it. Uh, wow. <laughs> we can get back Put to you. on the spot there. Uh, or someone's ever done for you. Mm. Okay, and 0 for 2. So. I, look, come back to me on that. What's the most romantic thing anyone's ever done for you? I went through a phase where I saw, I've talked about this on the podcast before, where I saw Garden State and I got very inspired by like, how quirky the romance was in that movie. Okay. Uh, and Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh, yeah. I'd seen both that. these movies in the same year and I was like, oh, I can be creative. And um, <clears throat> so a guy I was dating freshman year of college, I was like, in Eternal Sunshine, they take a train to the beach and they like sleep on the beach. And I was like, I have access to that in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. So I told this guy, I was like, meet me outside your dorm at 9 p.m., bring a sleeping bag. And I was like, oh, I'm so mystique, like mysterious. Like he has no idea. I'm awesome. I'm the best girlfriend. And so my plan was, because my parents live near the shore, mm -hmm. but inland. So I was going to drive him down to the shore. We we're going to sleep on the beach. It was going to be a romantic AF. And uh, it was November. <laughs> and I picked him up. And then I completely at this point realized I didn't think any of this through. Yeah, that's cold. Yeah. And from <laughs> northern New Jersey, it's a three-hour drive. Uh, at nine o'clock at night when you're in college on a Friday night and just want to be partying. And I'm like, no, we're going to be in the car and we're not good at conversations. We're going to be sitting in silence for three hours to get Ugh. to this destination. And then it was so cold that we went and slept on the beach for like an hour. And we were both were like having this silent standoff of like, how long can we handle this? Sure. And finally we're like, let's go. This is not worth <laughs> it. And I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. This was bad. Wow. Okay, well, I've got a great romantic date fail. Okay, tell me about so, it. So um, I thought it would be very romantic to do a horse and buggy ride. No, bad. Through, uh, a veto, very through, bad. Through uh, Central Park. Oh, no. Uh, also very cold. Also um, terrible because um, the horse would not stop farting. <laughs> And in Central Park, the way they handle the, the horses it's shitting everywhere awful. is yeah. they have um, basically these baskets. It's basically a bag that hangs under the horse's <laughs> yes. asshole that it shits directly into. And, and then you just like carry it around with you. Yeah. So it's just shitting. And <laughs> just dropping. Just dropping oh fucking turds into this <laughs> burlap sack of poop. Oh and it God. smelled so bad. <laughs> and I'm like, there is nothing romantic about this at all. Oh Why? And then it ended, I think it cost $45. Oh, I was going to ask how much did it cost? How long were you in there for? I don't remember. I think it was 20 minutes or something, but it was awful. Yeah. It's one did, of those that like, okay, in theory, terrible in practice. Yeah. It sounds very romantic. Sure. It also sounds Not romantic. Cheesy. Yeah. It was cheesy. So, whoops. Well, you live and learn. Yeah. I was also very young, so. It happens. Yeah. Um. So guys, go you know, fail and figure it out afterwards. Um, let's kick off this episode on a better note now. By yes. talking about some like intentional fails. Uh, our social media. This is where Jack and I catch up oh, good. in a segment. What were you thinking in this post where each of us have pulled a independent post that one of us has posted on our social media mm -hmm. and we get to ask each other, what were we thinking in this post? Yeah. So let's see what we got. Our first one. Oh. Okay, oh, this no. one's a tweet from you, Grace, from <clears throat> yep. uh, May 3rd. Oh, Have you ever been so hungover on a plane at 6.30 a.m. eating a $12 ham sandwich that's falling apart in your hands so much you LOL at a stranger? All caps. Me either. Yep. Um, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. Um, I don't know where I was coming from. This is the question. Oh. I, mm, May 3rd? Hmm. 
May in 3rd. France? May no, no I think I was going to the East Coast for something. And I was very extraordinarily hungover. Made my flight, which is like— That's amazing. It's 6.30 yeah. a.m. I mean, it's 50-50 with me if I make it to my flight. So um, <laughs> I made it. And I was so hungover that all I wanted— You know when you're hungover, you wake up and all you crave is salt? You're like, give me any solid form of salt sure. and sodium right now. And the only available thing at LAX was a ham sandwich. For $12. For $12 because <laughs> it's the airport. And it just started falling apart. I remember sitting— it, like, ugh, I hate getting on planes when I'm so, like, ravenous and starving and then being like, I'm going to be that person that opens up a new scent to everyone in this plane because I'm just—I need to eat right yeah. now. And so I just, you know, went with it and I opened it up and I was just, like, eating it but like a garbage human, <laughs> like, literally, like Cookie Monster but with a ham sandwich that was just falling all over the place and I was in an exit row. So the woman <laughs> came to, like, tell us the instructions of being in the exit row and making sure that we said yes. And I just started laughing out loud uh-huh. at this woman trying to tell me while I'm eating this ham sandwich sandwich that's falling everywhere. And I was like, I look like I need assistance. <laughs> like, I look like I should have someone traveling with me to make sure I'm okay and I get to my destination. That's so fun. The other passengers are looking at you going like, she's going to save our lives no, if, in the event of emergency. I know. She was like, do you comply? I'm like, do you want me to comply with what is about to happen? I feel like if, so, if shit goes down, someone should push me out of the way and open this gate for everyone else. I'll be with my hand that's just falling through. <laughs> so that's yeah, that's what happened. Uh, all yeah. right, cool. Yeah, okay. Cool. Let's see. We got a Jack Ferry post. Oh from, God. Yep. This, <laughs> this, <laughs> this is uh, ten days before the most romantic holiday of the year, Valentine's Day. This is a tweet, a hot tweet coming in from Jack Ferry Thank on February fourth. It says, "Absolutely, all caps, craving pancakes right now. No punctuation." All right. Um, what the fuck's going on There's here, Jack Ferry? There's a story here. Okay. It was. This was. A, this was <laughs> <laughs> because here's the deal. When I went to mine your Twitter for tweets for this segment, mm-hmm. you got a lot of political retweets and a lot of a bunch, very yes. politically uh-huh. driven content happening. And then you had this gem just in the middle of all you shitting on Trump and like uh-huh. GOP. And uh-huh. then this absolutely craving pancakes right now. So this was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is a, um, I'm glad you're zeroing in on the. Um, I'm trying to understand your brand. All right, <laughs> so this is this is part one of a two-parter. Because <laughs> I knew. All right. Okay. Again, walk us through this. A lot this. less fun when you explain it, but oh, it's I more knew, fun. I knew I was going to get pancakes. And it was true. I was absolutely craving pancakes. So I was like, here's what I'll do. <laughs> so true tweet is true. Got it's it. true. Tweet is, exactly. So I tweeted. Knowing that I was going to get pancakes with the caption, I believe, uh, dreams do come true, you guys. So you set yourself up mm-hmm. to you you to like, follow up this yeah, tweet. You, with um, another tweet. You fulfilled your own make a wish yes, on your Twitter. I did. Wow. You gave us some foreshadowing. Yeah. And then I, I think this was before like threading. Otherwise I would have just replied to myself. So it would have all you been might in the have, same I thread. Yeah. I was like, this independently. This is independently, perfect. yes. This means a lot. Uh, but you know, twenty-seven people liked it, so it's very relatable. People agree. You Someone were absolutely craving. It. Yeah, craving, well, which I was too. Also, I was. Okay, it wasn't like I was doing it just for the second tweet. You're being authentic. I was being very authentic. God bless. That's creating guys. that creating that bomb ass content. <laughs> the bomb ass dank ass content. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Yeah, this uh, podcast, if you didn't know, is a very educational in brand building. So you guys <laughs> take notes. Look, uh, I didn't say I was good at Twitter. 
I just um, enjoy Twitter. No one has Twitter. said that you're good at Twitter, Jack. <laughs> None of us have said that. If anything, I think we're figuring out why you're not good at Twitter. Oh, man. <laughs> None of us are good at Twitter. Um, but we are good at reading lists. We love lists. <laughs> Segway. And because we're talking about Romance Awareness Month oh God, or week. this photo. Look at this photo. Those people do not like each no, other. No, at all. They were she, like, they showed up at the photo shoot and they're like, oh. This. She literally is telling him, no, don't touch me there. And he's going, <laughs> is this language? okay? Is this the photo from the article? This is, if you guys aren't, if you're listening to this. Uh, we looked up 100 Romantic Date Ideas. <laughs> it's an article on Cosmopolitan.com. And there is a... Um, stock image photo of what looks like a couple um, a very unhappy couple passively aggressively arguing with each other (laughs) like she's definitely telling him like i'm not pregnant stop touching my belly like that yeah we're we're, we have to link to this photo in the metadata because this is beautiful it's also she's looking at him like you don't look like this on your profile picture (laughs) yes she's very concerned they look i just all i can see is two models that showed up very disappointed when they saw who their partner was for this photo like girl can you look a little bit more in lust or love (laughs) and she's just like furrowed brow that's all she can do well god bless all right so uh on that note uh we took that photo and uh we have pulled from the internet cosmopolitan magazines yes 100 romantic date ideas. Oh, and I was just before this podcast, we are just kind of talk through some of our favorites from this Great. list. I'm going to pull up on um, mine as well. I was well. looking through and there's a lot of very exciting ideas on this list, guys. Some, some of them, you could tell some of these were definitely like some copy editor on deadline realizing they had to like four o'clock to compile this list because there's it's a lot of, there's a lot of like repeats. Well, Number one. Yes, let's get into it. Is go to a pumpkin patch, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is um, seasonally specific. It is. I don't know if you're going to be able to do that all year round. And also, why the fuck is that number one? I don't know. I've but, never been on a date in a pumpkin patch, nor do ever. I ever want to be on a date in a pumpkin patch. That feels like that's like a that's like a reach. I think number one would be go to dinner, see a movie. But no, no. Go the second to a one is patch. go on a museum date. Yes, which what, actually is a good. That is a good date thing to do. I think dates with activities in which you're not relying totally on having to only have conversation Agreed. are very helpful. Agree. But what's interesting about this <clears> list <throat> is you've got number six, go strawberry picking. Number nine, go apple picking. Number 11, go blueberry picking. You can tell this writer was just like, ah, what other fruits are there? Literally, this writer picking. just on his phone <laughs> writing this in his notes on his yes. iPhone, through walking through a Whole Foods being like, uh, apples, apple picking. Perfect. Let me ask you about this one. Yep. So number eight is go to a pottery class. No, rather die. <laughs> That sounds awful. But he he described, or she, described it as one word, one movie, ghost. (laughs) One, I don't want to go on a date with like an actual like dead person that is like manifesting himself in my life and like touching me sexually in a public class. Could you imagine somebody doing that in a pottery class? Like, (laughs) just like, just like spooning each other on a pottery wheel? Can you imagine someone just by themselves that you're like, that person's doing kegels right now. I don't know what's going on. Get Something's out. happening get, to get that out person. Of, get out of my pottery class. They're ruined. I'm not learning technique because this person's having an orgasm by themselves <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> and all I want to do is make a cigarette jar. Uh, play kickball is number 23. Okay, I hate that. <laughs> I do. I'm sorry. Play kickball? What? Come on. 
This is, uh, here's the description of this, because uh-huh. they also, every one of these, and treat yourselves, guys, to this <laughs> list, have a little description. And we're not shitting on the person that has to write this list, by the way. We kind of are. Well, we, yes, definitely. We're absolutely very aggressively <laughs> shitting on them. But it's just, uh, we're relating to it in so, so many ways. Uh, play kickball, get a bench of your friends, grab a ball, and hit the park for a simple but super fun game you can tease each other about later. How is that a date? No. That's a group activity. Yeah. Also, it's just way too hipster for me. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. Whoa, whoa, number 30. Oh, this took a, the list seemed like okay. This one. <laughs> number 30 goes, make out in the backseat of your car. That's not a date. It's not a That's date. That's not a date. But it is something you can do on a date. Wait, they went from go to a water park to make out in <laughs> the backseat of your car. But I like that one. That one, that one feels like. Okay, so if you guys want to celebrate Romance Awareness Month, mm-hmm. just invite someone to the backseat of your car and make just out. furiously make out with them. It's like you're 16 again with no curfew and you actually know what you're doing. Oh, good. But the follow-up to make out with someone in the backseat of your car is go to a hookah bar. All right. That feels like a good way. You so know, you, you got options, You want guys. to smoke after you have your hookup. Of course. <laughs> the Go to a cheese tasting? What? That would be a terrible date for me. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. A thousand percent same. <laughs> Play Twister? What? Why? Yeah, that like they're really reaching on some of these. I mean, some of these are kind of like go to a bookstore, go to a record store, like going on a little shopping excursion. That could be fun if like as like a fourth date or something. Like, right, but then 59 comes in hot. Sign up for Tough Mudder. What? Oh, that's insane. I never want my first date to be a Tough Mudder competition. <laughs> Can you imagine? I feel like this article was sponsored by Tough Mudder and they just had to get it in Slip there. Slip it in? Yeah. Well, the next one is go paintballing. I, that's not, I wouldn't want my date to be shooting at me. Oh, good. Because number 64 is take a falconry <laughs> class. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> Who is writing this list? I feel like it's like a 16-year-old boy that loves Dragon Ball Z. That's like, I'll take her to a falconry class. And afterwards, we can go 69. Try hand gliding. Wait, did you say go 69? <laughs> yes, I did. Oh. That's number 69. Try hand gliding. Oh, perfect. There's a lot of... This goes back and forth. Oh, 71? Forth. Terrible idea. See a comedy show? Do not go to a date. Do not go to a comedy show on a date. Unless the you worst can, idea. That's what my roommate used to do all the time. Terrible idea. He used to take his dates, his Tinder, his okay Cupid dates or his J dates mm. to my free improv shows. And then he would this was his game that he would do. He would bring his dates to my free improv shows. Because he's super cheap. <laughs> and then he would figure out within the hour if he liked the person or not, because we would all go to the bar after the improv show okay. with this one particular bar. And so if he liked them enough, he would invite them to come to the bar and hang out and I would like meet them. If he didn't like them enough, he would tell them that he had to go meet up with me at the bar and he'd bail on them. Oh, I was like, you know, not a bad system. That's kind of a good But system, I don't like actually. being the hinge that like oils your machine together. Right. But here's um, 75. Wow. Rent a hotel room. And the description is dot, dot, dot <laughs> and have crazy animal sex all night. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, that's right before check out a local film festival. Oh, but right after that falconry class. Because that <laughs> yeah. falconry class is going to get sexy as fuck. You make sure that you have that hotel room on hand. This one's terrible too. Head to a convention. I can't think of anything less romantic than going to a con. But what about this? Maybe this is less romantic. Number mm-hmm. 82, wait in line for the new iPhone. Why is that a date? Why is that a date? Why? But some of these are actually not bad. Like take a paddle boat ride. That could be kind of fun. Sure. That seems like a good. Visit your hometown. 79. Like mm. once they pass 80, they are really, really yeah. grasping at straws here. Pan for gold. 80, pan for gold, number 86. Wow, this is literally, <laughs> I feel like they sent this to their editor being like, my editor will never read this. So I'm <laughs> yes. just going to put a bunch of bullshit in here and see if they post it. Yeah, because number 88 and 89. 88 <gasps> is go sledding. And they're like, fuck it, 89, go bobsledding. Oh, this is <laughs> this is a date idea, but this is honestly 
how you should break up with someone is go to Ikea and build a cabinet together. <laughs> it's number 91. If you ever want to passively, aggressively break up with someone, mm. just order an Ikea furniture thing together and try to build it. And yes. then by the end, you'll be done. It'll uh, be over. And then it took all the way to 92 for stay in and cuddle. Well, yeah. <laughs> it took a while. <laughs> oh, but 95, paint each other. Is that like they're paint, giving us options? Like painting on a canvas or painting each other? With they like paint body each paint? other, like paint a picture of each other, or just paint each other. I guess. I guess this editor or this writer is just like fuck this article. I, I hate love, this. I love it. <laughs> uh, number ninety nine. Go to a nude beach. Terrible idea for a date. Wow. Terrible wow. idea. And then finally, last but not least, number one hundred. Stare at each other. Is the date idea. Literally. You've just been on 99 other dates. What else is left? This person. Thanks, Cosmo. It's Lane and Frank. Two people collaborated on this list of 100 date ideas. follow them on Twitter. I feel like they were in a relationship when they started this list and then they broke up by the end of it. And they're both like, fuck you. I'm putting in kite surfing. I don't care. It was uh, Lane Moore and Cosmo Frank. Thank you, Lane Moore and Cosmo Frank. Not spawn. Not (laughs) ads. But like, thank you for all of these ideas. And guys, go check it out if you want to... um, it was very romantic. What's the most interesting date someone's taken you on? Um, I mean, usually I'm as... Do you prefer to be the person that, like, sets up the date? Yeah, generally. Yeah. Uh, unless it's, like, just, like, a kind of chill, like, we're just hanging out kind yeah. of thing. Um, but, yeah, like, <clears throat> I like to... I like to, you know, I like to like do things like go to the theater and things like that. You'd like actually, to do like 60% of these 100 ideas. Well, some of the things on there are actually pretty good. Like go to the ballet. Like that is actually a really fun thing. I, I think I seeing do shows is good. Yeah. That, that it gives you something to do. But also you have to have the balance of being able to have conversation at some point. Well, I think early dates you do. I think yeah. like when you get, once you get to know somebody and you feel comfortable being in their presence in silence. Yeah. That's good. I remember when I was like really young when I was in like seventh grade or something. Like I went on my first date with a girl. We went oh yeah, to, what was your first date? Uh, we went to, we went to uh, a Mel Gibson movie. <laughs> I'm not kidding. What? There was a movie that came out in the nineties called Forever Young or something. Okay. Where like Mel Gibson was like a pilot that got like trapped in ice or something. And then they like defrosted him and he was like, <laughs> I forget exactly. Okay. Um, and so this was your decision to go see this Mel Gibson movie. Uh, it was my decision to go to the movies, and that was the movie she wanted to see. Wow. So we went to see that movie, and she started crying because it's like a <laughs> romantic— It's a, it's not a good movie uh, doesn't at all. sound like you're not no. selling it well at all It's whatsoever. not good. Um, it's also like the sci-fi. It had this like sci-fi element to it because like later they're like, Oh no, the aging process is like sped up, and like Mel Gibson gets all like fucking old in the last oh like God. 10 minutes of the movie or whatever. Um, sorry, spoilers. Um, but yeah, what I realized was, okay, so super nervous because yeah. I was in like seventh grade and like, we're like holding hands or whatever. And like my hand is like super sweaty. Oh, I'm yeah. so nervous. Um, and it's, it's a terrible idea for a date because we didn't really know each other. Oh, when you're young, movies are a bad idea for a date. They're the easiest, most accessible thing, but it's bad. Yeah. Cause you can't talk. We should have oh. gone to like miniature golf or something right. so we could have like a conversation yeah. and like when you run out of things to talk about you just focus on the game or whatever like that's smart doing things like that I think you gotta go to places where there's like good people watching yeah. or like things that you can kind of comment on yeah those are good like early dates. Yeah. Movies I, are terrible. Movies are terrible too. I remember going to a like group date where like mm. I was interested in this guy when I was in high school I think like ninth grade or something yeah. and so like our group of friends 
like knew that we kind of like liked each other, but we were like dorks. And so like we mm-hmm. didn't know what to do. And so we had this group go to the movies. I, I totally forget what movie it was because the movie was so crowded that we all had to sit in like the third row of the movie theater. Uh-oh. And this guy that I like <laughs> was interested in that the whole like reason that this hangout was happening, his name was Jeremy. And he like put his arm around me over my shoulder and it was the most uncomfortable position ever. <laughs> but you were in high school. You don't know what to do. So you're like, now I'm just in this terrible head position of this guy's arm behind me for an hour and a half. And I remember just being like, this hurts. I hate this so much. <laughs> for an hour and a half. I didn't pay attention to the movie at all. Uh, but I was just like, I can't move his arm. This is awkward. I have to stay like this. And I remember just my neck clenching itself the whole time. Because we're in the third row. So we're staring up at this movie. And his arm's behind me awkward. It was just so bad. You're so dumb and awkward when you're that age. I have a great, I have a great, uh, <laughs> terrible movie date yes, story. Go for it. So uh, one time I was going to the movies in like the middle of the summer because I just needed a place to just like go that had air conditioning. Yeah. And so um, I went to whatever like Star Trek movie that had been playing because that's what was playing at the time. Mm-hmm. And it was like just about the start. So it's like that thing where like you walk in from like the bright outdoor summer day into like right when the lights went all the way down. So I'm like stumbling to like find a row or whatever. And then I like, I like, you know, stumble my way through the, and then I end up sitting down. Like I, like I find an available seat and I sit down and then like immediately like the the lights kind of come up when the trailers start. And I notice that I have sat down next to the only two people in the entire movie theater. Oh my God. What a nerd. What a pervert. What a total creep pervert. That's a pervert. I would be like, we have to leave. This man is going to murder us. I know. It was so embarrassing. I was... <laughs> there's this couple that was clearly there to like hook up yeah. in the middle of the and summer like, day. We got our movie all to ourselves. Here comes Jack Mary. Be like, I love the cinema. Sits down directly next to this guy. Like, I just wanted a hand job in a movie theater, and you ruined it. I ruined it. I felt so bad. And, uh, I don't know. I Did was you so, say anything no, to that? I was, I was so embarrassed. <laughs> I, what I, what I, I didn't even get up. I should have just gotten up. I like, oh, I'm so sorry. And that's like left. But <laughs> well, you committed for an like two hours yeah. being next to this couple. <laughs> oh I mean, my looking, god! Oh my god! I was really, I was young. I was like seventeen. That I doesn't think. matter. I know. I you know. can be a pervert at any age. <laughs> I, know, I know. I know. I know. But I was just. I was uh, too awkward to realize. I was. Like, <laughs> I okay. should have done one of two things. I should have either got, gone like, "Oh, sorry," gotten up and sat on a completely different side right. of the, or I should have been like, "You guys like Star Wars." <laughs> or sorry, Star Trek, whatever. Oh my god! Uh, but I did neither. Instead, I just sat there silently watching. And then this the time movie. passes, so the window of you making like normally oh, an apology oh. is gone. Way, so- way gone. I mean, I couldn't. We none of us enjoyed that movie. <laughs> <laughs> None of us. <laughs> no, it's awkwardly. It's literally like you're at a family birthday and you don't yeah. know the family and you're like the boyfriend of like the daughter of the dad uh-huh. that's having a birthday. You just have to sit there and take it. Uh-huh. Well, that's fun. Hot tip, guys. If you're ever in a movie theater, just check your surroundings really quickly before you settle in. Yeah. I'll never make that mistake again. Wow. <laughs> this is a cautionary tale for everyone that's listening. <laughs> 
On that note, <laughs> it's time to balance out all this silly with something slightly more serious in a segment we call Way Too Deep. Yes. Jack and I each get one minute here on Not Too Deep to kind of vent and rant about something that has been plaguing us or in our brains that might be more serious than we normally get to talk to talk about on this podcast. Yes. Jack, do you have something that you would like to talk about? For I do. Me? Okay. Let's put a minute on the clock. Ready, set, too deep. Okay, so it's uh, Romance Awareness Month, as we all know. And one of the things that I find really interesting about um, romance and romantic love is that uh, only recently has it become such an important like thing when it comes to marriage. For a really long time, uh, marriage was not about romance at all. I mean, it's interesting that like when you read like a Jane Austen novel or something, you, th- you would think that it was always about romance. That's where marriage comes from. But in fact, marriage was often had nothing to do with romance. There was a period for most of society where people would get married off by their fathers as sort of like a an exchange of goods and services, almost like uh, uh, women are property, which is kind of disturbing. But what I find interesting is now that our culture is so much about romance and romantic love, we actually have more divorce in our society than we had before romance was the reason time. for getting... Okay, wow, cool. Okay, my turn. Yeah. <clears throat> Great. Whenever you're ready. Like Jack has said, this episode of Not Too Deep is um, inspired by the idea of Romance Awareness Month. We're talking about love, relationships, and in my life, uh, I'm a child of divorce. My parents got divorced when I was like three years old. And so the idea of marriage lasting forever has always been so foreign to me. And in their trials and tribulations and remarriages, they've taught me a lot about uh, the effort it takes to build a sustainable relationship and that things aren't necessarily um, served to you perfectly. It does take uh, work to make a relationship work. And I've always been under the mindset that if you miss out on the love of your life, does it happen again, even if you've tried to make it work? And only recently have I come to this construct, this idea, or this uh, rumination about the idea of the love of your life in that moment, of having relationships with people that are so formative for the moment in time in which you are evolving as a human being and that having them drift away from you. And time. Well, this has been a very successful first half of Not Too Deep. Yes. Speaking of successful, we have one of the most successful YouTubers coming up. Great segue. Hey, I'm trying. I'm reaching. I'm I'm, uh, very much reaching for any sort of thing that makes sense to segue awkwardly into our break before our wonderful, wonderful guests. We have Funny Man, like the king of South Africa, the uh, queen of YouTube, Casper Lee. Yeah. On the podcast coming up right after this break from our wonderful, wonderful ad-supported sponsors that we love very much. So please listen to this dumbass commercial for a second. We'll be right back with Not Too Deep. Hey, Jack Ferry. Yes, Grace. Guess who is obsessed with us again? Oh, oh, oh. is it Squarespace? Yeah, I like that you introed them like a New Kids on the Block song. <laughs> oh, 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 Squarespace. Uh, these guys, as you guys should know by now, seem to really enjoy us and want to support our podcast, so we have no problem supporting them because they are a lovely, lovely company. And not only are they a lovely company, but they've got a great product, which I actually use. You used it, and you used my offer code for Squarespace to build a website recently. Is that not correct? That is 100% correct. Uh, I started my website 
popcorn.show. And when I realized that I needed a new website for my new podcast, I used Squarespace to build the website and it was super easy to use. Yeah. So if you need a portfolio to showcase your work or a store to sell products and services or just a blog to share ideas, because all of you guys have lots of ideas. We can tell you're very creative. You listen to this podcast, you got great ideas. Squarespace gives you everything you need to start that up and look like an expert from the start. They even give you a unique domain. Like Jack said, you got popcorn.show. Yup which is cool. With It only strengthens your brand and makes it easier for visitors to find you. Plus, as Jack can attest, Squarespace has award-winning templates, so creating this beautiful website is simple and intuitive, is it not? Oh, yeah. It took minutes, minutes, not yeah. hours, minutes. And I am definitely not a coder. I am not an engineer. Mm-mm. I'm not even really that smart. So uh, it True. was really, really, if I can do it, you can do it. Yeah. You just add and arrange content with the click of a mouse. There's nothing to install, patch, or upgrade, which I don't even know how you would do any of that, but you don't have to do any of that ever. And if you have any questions ever, Squarespace's award-winning 24-7 customer support will help you with any problem, no matter how dumb it seems. Think of them as your own personal IT department. And I got to say, they're they're website is so easy to use that you probably won't need it, but it is nice to know that it's there it's if you nice do. It's nice to know you have a safety net. Yep. So do what Jack did. Go to squarespace.com today, enter offer code GRACE, G-R-A-C-E, my name, and get 10% off your first purchase. Again, that's GRACE, G-R-A-C-E, at squarespace.com. They seem to enjoy us, so please go utilize their wonderful product. Not, not too deep. Jack. Yes, Grace. We're at the ad portion of our podcast. Oh, is that what this is? Yes. Awesome. So who might be dumb enough to sponsor this cast today? Well, actually, it's our good buddies at ZipRecruiter. Oh. Yeah. So listen, are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? Because finding great talent can be tough. And actually, this does sound like a really cool thing because ZipRecruiter is this service where you can actually post your job to over 100 job sites with just one click. That's seemingly very helpful and easy. Yeah, so if you're looking for somebody, obviously you want to find as many of like the top recruits as you can. Mm-hmm. The best way to do that is to post on as many sites as you can. And that is kind of cool how like they have all of these different sites. So regardless of where the candidates are coming from, you're getting it from all these different places. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, anyway, they've got this very powerful technology that efficiently matches the right people for your job better than anyone else, and that's what makes ZipRecruiter different. Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Ooh. They actually, like, search them out and find them for you. That makes it so easy. And this is one of the reasons why I think if you're looking for hire- to hire somebody, you should think about them because, in fact, over 80% of the jobs posted on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in with just within in, in within just 24 hours. 80% of the jobs posted get yeah. a qualified candidate in 24 hours. In 24 hours. Yes. That's some great math. I know. So if you've got like a job that you need to fill, imagine getting at least, you know you're going to get somebody who's qualified for right. it within a day. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about juggling emails or calls to your office, you know, people just mailing you resumes, emailing you cover letters. All you do is you screen, you rate, you manage the candidates all in one place on their easy to use dashboard. That's very succinct. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And- so you guys should find out why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified job candidates and with immediate results. And right now, listeners to this very podcast Ooh, what? Can, what post, can they get? They can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for 
free. Whoa. Yeah, no, free. I'm like serious. It's free. Zero monies. Yeah, just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Grace. That's your name. name. Your name. Yep, that's my name. ZipRecruiter.com slash Grace, G-R-A-C-E. And yeah, try it for free. So seriously, there is no reason why you shouldn't. It's free. Hiring people can be so stressful and they've taken all of the legwork out of it for you. You just have to sit at your computer and then you will find someone. Yeah. And then a day later, if you're one of the 80% of the jobs that gets posted, you're going to have a qualified candidate and probably a bunch more. Yeah. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Grace. I love the South African accent, but it's so hard to do. Yeah. How do you describe Uh, it? It's not… You just push everything out from your front of your mouth. That's just talking. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. You guys push everything out from like in in a your, yeah. in your like chest. Whereas oh. I feel like British and South African are very similar. Where it's at the very front, but very so therefore you can of, if you kind of really pushing. Oh yeah, at yeah. The end. Yeah, no, it, that it's makes all sense. opening over here. Whereas you guys are like, yeah. <laughs> Really yeah, it's no. in the back. It's in the back. Yeah, Which is yeah, why yeah. our vocal cords get fried so easily. There you go. Maybe. That's true. I know. Yeah. It's such a It's really apologetic as well. That feels very Canadian. What? To be apologetic? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Sorry. All the time. All the time. All the time. Sorry. Sorry. I know. We are just obnoxious. I think our accent is like not like sexy at all whatsoever. Although I found when um I go to England, people are like, they get excited about my American accent. Really? Yeah. I've, I've, I've noticed that. that. Yeah, I've noticed that. We have a lot of Americans in London, so I don't know how excited. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the most common place to meet an American. Outside yeah, I know, America. but when I, I think people there were there were definitely times when I would meet somebody and they think they expected me to be British. British, really? Uh, yeah, you yeah. kind of look British, and then yeah. you speak. Thank you, Jackson. Actually, he's, he's, <laughs> has the podcast started? Oh, yeah, going. we started. What? We yeah, that's then. terrifying. <laughs> You got pranked so hard. Oh my you God. got pranked being. You got, we got pranked you, being Casper. charming. You, you were to- being charming. You had no idea, and we recorded it. <laughs> you need to have some sort of lights. I guess there's the light. There. We have lights uh-huh. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Like a, a red. Okay, a they're, they're on now. Yeah, we have a timer there, but ignore it. It's yeah. not threatening at all. Okay. Everything's gonna be fine. Yeah. Guys, so maybe that's what it is. They were they weren't ex- they didn't like my accent. They just thought I was British, and they're like, "Oh, you're not." Because Jack's dress, <laughs> Jack's dressed very casual right now. Usually, he's wearing like a three piece suit. And so I can see. I wouldn't how you, say three piece. Suit. Two piece suit. Okay, fair. A suit. <laughs> so <laughs> I like I to can, look nice. I can see how people would think you're British just based on appearance. I love how people dress in London. They always look yeah. so put together. It's great. How would you describe your style, Casper? Oh wow! I like what you have going on right now because you look very like post convention chill yeah. mode right now. I think I need a lanyard around my neck. <laughs> <I know. laughs> that really adds to this. Uh... I've never felt more nerdy than like. Seeing a photo of myself with a lanyard on, yeah. I'm like, I look like a dork. What am I doing? It's impossible to look cool. I think I there's no, there's something that makes you feel like you're in the industry if you have a lanyard yeah, on. Yeah, that's true. something cool. And when you're wearing something quite, I don't know, free. Do you plan? Because we're recording. this. You asked me about my style, and then you just went off, and I was so ready to. Okay, answer I'm ready. That. Go for it. My style is just it's breathtaking. <laughs> It could be anything any day of the week. No, honestly. Why, why are you laughing? No, because he took my breath away. Oh, okay, I was okay. just, I was gasping. I thought you guys were making fun of me because I'm so used to that. Everyone, that's like the go-to joke in my friend group is just… To make fun to of make you? Fun of me. Make fun of Casper. In, in regards to mostly style and then mistakes. Any mistake we make, they'll just repeat it 10 times in the group chat or… But I feel I like know. that's… 
everyone in your friend group like picks apart each other. Yeah. But I, it's more of like a, it's like a hazing kind of thing. Yeah, is it like an English thing or I feel it is American too, but in England it's, I can't remember the last time we said something nice to each other. <laughs> Oh Seriously. Yeah. No, I think in it's kind of like mean if you're being nice because it sounds sarcastic. Right. It's sarcasm is like the like you know through line that's like the uh, the money that you like used yeah. to like operate there yeah. is like people pay each other compliments and sarcasm, which is why I like love British humor yeah, so I feel much. Like you Me too. Yeah. It's so much more biting. Well, it's a deadpan. It's yeah. like cutting. It's that maybe thing. it's kind of LA as well to be like that. I guess. I feel like LA is a little washy. A little like flighty a little like um, pretend to be nice yeah like distant or like uh shallow yeah but i think british humor is very smart have you it's ever, very subtle have you ever met someone who you thought was so intelligent because i don't know you, they're they're acting in a way that is kind of not intelligent but yeah. you're like you get your but they're, they're and then you realize eventually that they're actually just stupid <laughs> No, I don't know. I, I had this like, once. I feel like that's how people see me. That really? I'm kind of quiet, so they assume that I'm like smart in silence, and then they get to know me. They're like, "Oh no, you're just like a fraggle." Okay, okay. You got it. You're a toddler yeah. that somehow exists. I, I as wouldn't an adult. explain you like that, but no, I've met some people who. It's I don't know why I brought it up now, but uh, <laughs> that you assume are smart that, because it, it's funny to be. Yeah, I guess a bit silly sometimes. Um, and they're, they're actually every everything they say is so silly that you're like this could only be scripted or it could right. only be a joke, and then you realize wow, it's a true character, and mm-hmm. that's very American. You guys have characters everywhere, which is so cool. I think we're just dumb. No, no, I wasn't. No, <laughs> I think, can't say that. <laughs> as a culture, we might just actually be dumb and obnoxious. So yeah. it might be that we just mm-hmm. don't care to be uh, thoughtful about anything that we do, which is really fun. We got the best universities in the world. Well, some of Did them. you go to school? Well, well, hang on. You guys have Oxford. Yeah, I, yeah. I guess. <laughs> well, I think MIT and Harvard are, well, it depends what you do. Yeah. But yeah, sure. all, no, I didn't go to school or university. I went to I finished high school. Yeah. Um, but all my uh, cousins um, are very smart. So I kind of feel like I'm a Are boy. you living vicariously I'm through living them? Vicariously. <laughs> They've all gone to Oxford or Cambridge. Uh, For and what? Were, what are they studying? One did Mandarin. Wait, um, what? Whoa. That's difficult as fuck. And now he's doing, well, he just completed his conversion course to become a lawyer. So he's going to be one of those lawyers who can speak Mandarin, which is really That's cool. That's crazy. Uh, the other one works for Uber. He got like first at Oxford. Yeah, That's then, crazy. Yeah, That's kind awesome. Of, and then there's you. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. of, I'm going to live through them. So I think that's perfect. Okay, one, you have to talk me through. You got invited by the queen. Oh, okay, yeah. Talk <laughs> us through this. I saw it on your Twitter yeah. and your Instagram, and I was like, this is amazing. What happened? Um, so I worked with um, an organization called the Queen's Young Leaders. Okay. Uh, and uh, we we just brought attention to what they do. And okay. I met a ton of people who work with them in South Africa. Uh, and a guy called Luiso, who okay. uh, is dealing with... Uh, living with HIV and AIDS and okay. I heard his story and he watches my videos and so on and uh, so we did a video about that and built up a relationship with them so they said you can come along to the uh, don't know the specific name of it right now but it's okay. the Queen, Queen's Young Leaders thing where they all come from around the world from all over the Commonwealth actually and they meet the Queen and some of them win awards I'm not winning an award but for some reason <laughs> South African the South African press have been saying I'm up for an award or something <laughs> And now all my family and stuff are like, you're going to win an award from the Queen. And it just gets, sometimes, you know, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, And they didn't spell my name right either. (laughs) 
was the invite uh, actually for you? The invite was for me. She, she spelled my name right. Sorry, the, the people did. And, but it's from the master of her household or okay. something. It's really cool. And I want to start sending everyone invites like that through a master of a household. That's amazing. How cool is that? Yeah, that's insane. Imagine being the queen. I can't even I imagine. Can't. I can't. Have you ever met her before? Obviously, every day. No. <laughs> I mean, no. No, but my aunt has. And I go back. it goes back to this whole, like, all my family are really cool. <laughs> They're like good humans. She, she, yeah, she's like a, an artist. And uh, she's she's met her before and That's spoken to awesome. her. And they're like the same age, so. That's so cool. Yeah. So wait, when are you going? Uh, on Thursday. Oh, yeah. you're going this week? Wow. I, arrive, I arrive back in London um, oh on Thursday morning and we go straight there. Oh my I God. Guess. So by the time this podcast actually airs, you will have experienced the Queen and this event. So yeah. make sure that you guys go check in on Casper's social media <laughs> to make sure he's alive and that he hasn't disrupted anything at the Queen's <laughs> Palace. Yeah, you could be a knight right now. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to try to drop a sword on <laughs> my uh, shoulder. <laughs> he's just go- yeah, how do you greet the Queen? How are you? Is there like hug? an etiquette? No, you can't hug. You can't her. touch her. No, right? no. I think no. it's your Majesty, right? Don't you but like, just bow? You, you bow and I, say your Majesty. Something? You do. I don't I know what so. the etiquette is on that. There's like a whole protocol. That That's I think what I mean. they prep you before moments sure before you go in. But it's like you have to wait so for you her don't to screw like, it up. It's I, like uh, like an aggressive dog. You can't go up to it. You have to wait for it to come. To <laughs> That's, That's why you scratch a queen. I didn't say that. Like an aggressive dog. She's been incredible though over the last like yeah because things in England are just. The whole crazy. climate is crazy at the moment yeah. with like politics and stuff going on. And uh, she's just, the, still people are like, wow, you've handled every situation so perfectly. Yeah. At quite a, like she's quite old. And her, yeah. her husband just stepped down and he's gone through even more. So yeah. It's crazy. I know she's got a lot of class. She's yeah. very tactful. Do you watch The Crown? Of course. I love it. <laughs> Wait, what's The Crown? So that's the, show, that's the show on Netflix Sorry. about… Oh, I've heard. Yes, about the queen. And yeah. it's amazing because… You get to see this whole side of her that I think a lot of people don't see because she's very like guarded with her emotions sure. in public. But when you see the show, you see, oh, she's a person who's she's a human being in a very yeah. difficult situation, yeah. just trying her best. Is it very autobiographical or do they take like liberties and like. Apparently it is, and apparently she really likes it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah what I've heard. Because they've lived a perfect life, I guess. Yeah. No, <laughs> they haven't. But. Um, Jack and Finn's uh, dad actually produced it. Oh, really? Yeah, Jack Harry's. Oh. I didn't know that, actually. That's yeah. cool. That's Interesting. It's a great show. Family. Highly yeah. recommend. That's cool. Yeah. Speaking of great shows, the Brain Freeze Challenge. <laughs> uh, okay. It's coming to a close. You're ending it? Are you ending it <laughs> the Brain completely? Freeze Challenge. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I just filmed another one um, already with, oh, with the Dolan twins because you can't not do that with them. <laughs> It's just, it's made for them, I feel like. How did that go? Uh, they were so cool. They have the studio. Um, Here in Los Angeles? Yeah. Oh, that's and awesome. I found out they're 17. Yeah, they're young. Which is, they're I babies. Mean, they're so mature. How old are you? I'm 23 now. Okay, you're a baby too. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. I'm, some people have been calling me an OG recently. They've oh, been, yeah. Because like, yeah. how many years have you been on YouTube like, at this point? Uh, seven, maybe. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, and uh, meeting all of these guys who started two years ago, there's like brand new wave and they're they're very interesting people. Yeah, it's a different environment. That's why VidCon was very fascinating this year to see this like Viners turned into YouTubers like kind of mm-hmm. world and how they like interpret how all of it works and just kind of observing them and what they do yeah. and being like, teach me how to clickbait. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they're all, none of them are afraid to um, 
like go out into the crowd and yeah. cause a thing. And I, I guess we've been disciplined over the last four yeah, years. Yeah, exactly. Just, we, we've been taught like don't go out. So yeah. yeah, we're not disrupting anything anymore. We're just so boring. I know <laughs> we really are. I felt so old this year yeah. at VidCon that I was like, I'm tired and I don't want to cause a ruckus. So I'm like, what are those kids doing? Go to bed. Stop yeah. doing that. That's so new. But the Brain Freeze Challenge, are you officially ending it or is Look, it kind of open-ended? I, you know, well, for those who don't know, what is it Okay, exactly? so the Brain Freeze Challenge. I can't believe we discussed the Queen and now we're discussing the Brain Freeze Challenge. <laughs> I mean, there are the two sides of the same minutes. coin. It's YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just basically a challenge where you get in a bath and you can't get out of the bath <laughs> until you answer a question correctly and the oh. bath is freezing cold. And like, it's interesting to see because maybe you're playing along at home yeah. and you're like, this person's so stupid because they can't get it correct, but they're also under a lot of pressure. Of course, yeah. It's freezing. I um, mean, how does your body react to that every time you film one of those? I mean, I don't, I'm on the, I'm on the toilet. And that's, oh. and that's the one time I got Ed Sheeran in and uh, I didn't even ask if he would get in the bath. I just, <laughs> just assumed, assumed he, that he would he, do he, it. No, I assumed he wouldn't do it. Oh, so okay. I got in the bath for that one. So he had to get a question correct to get me out of the bath. Oh. And he was really nice. He came to my house um my uh, my flat yeah um, we don't have houses ready in london but oh, right. uh, and he spent like an hour there chatting and this was That's just awesome. as his his new song came out after his oh year, really he was because you do a ton of like traditional celebrity collaborations is there one that you that stands out as like that person was so awesome and so cool and so like normal Oh, that's a good question. But I think every single one of them have been really nice. And it that's makes cool. me really have faith in yeah, our industry yeah. that if you're they're really like, nice, you assholes. can get to the top. Yeah. But I think that's also a case because they are at the top, it's maybe yeah. easier to not be insecure. And that's when people are meeting. Like sure. you saw, I don't know if you saw that video of that guy at VidCon who was like shouting at security or something like I that. I didn't. What was that? Yeah. yeah. He's just it obviously, was a little ugly. Yeah, it's oh, horrible. Really? It's actually really uncomfortable. You should yeah, watch it. it's really uncomfortable. Who um, was it? I don't know. Yeah, okay, name, so it was an Instagram yeah. male model oh, God. who had gotten to some sort of altercation with a security guard. Yes. But the things that he was saying to him just, were just, horrid. It was just I, ugly. I, yeah, and it's like, you realize why people can, it's because they're insecure. Right, and that's exactly. that's the only way you're going to act they're like that. And <clears throat> at first I was like, is this a publicity stunt or something oh. like that? But then why would you need it? Why would you ruin your career mm-hmm. before it's even begun with a stunt like that? And, yeah. And then he must have known he was being, I just don't understand. I, I kind of feel bad. I think for he was guy. just unaware of how much like actual documentation happens. No, I think he was aware. I think he's just not all there. I, must uh, be, I don't know. How yeah, can you say the, the he things was, he was saying? He was with, saying really insane things like, do you have any idea how much money I make? Oh, I'm gross. better than you. Oh, that's so gross. He's like, you're blue collar as <clears throat> fuck. And I wow. was like, that's a, not an insult. That's very gross. <laughs> yeah. Very ugly. Well, I mean, some people are gross and ugly and it takes moments like that for them to realize how gross and ugly they are. Yeah. Um, so here's hoping. I don't think he'll be a guest on this season of Not Too Deep. Probably not. No, no that's for no. sure. Uh, but yeah. would you, my question is, would you interview people you didn't agree with? Because... I think that there's, that's a good question. And I wonder where you stand on like, how you say yes to different like, collaborations with people. Because I always have this like, um, kind of dialogue with myself about like, is there opportunity for an interesting conversation? Yeah. If someone is not of the same opinion as me, but are they willing to have a respectful conversation? It's like, where are their intentions and where yeah. does the respect lie? And it's kind of just like, I 
I prefer talking to people that I think are fun and sweet and silly and lighthearted and like have a great sense of humor. Uh, so we've kind of like skirted anyone that might be a little yeah. bit more controversial yeah. on the podcast. But there are more conversations about like how can this be interesting and showcase like the way to have a conversation as an adult, you know? Yeah. Have you turned down collaborations because you're like, I don't necessarily. I mean, there are people I just would, they're like maybe on a list, I guess, that no one would want to work with if they've yeah. done really bad things. But at the same time, I, I feel like if you're in the same room with someone you don't agree with, I don't think it should be seen as you saying that whatever they've done in their whole life is right. Right, yeah. But it's, yeah, because I mean, if you're, I'm not saying I'm a journalist, but if you're a journalist, yeah. you interview like dictators and so on. And for it doesn't sure. mean you agree you, with, you agree with them, but it's important, I think, for yeah. people to do that. And it's interesting, I guess. And I don't know. Do you have uh, any celebrities that are on your short list that you want to work with that you haven't worked with yet? <laughs> do you literally yeah. have like notes in your do phone? You want me to read yes, please. <laughs> Who is on this list? Um, <laughs> I feel like it's going to sound quite like. I don't know. Like, I, this like is what I you really believe in myself it. too much. No, I think it's good to have goals. The thing is, I have done some of these. So Seth Rogen, I did him. Okay. I'm sorry, that sounded wrong. It wasn't no, that right. sounds perfect. That's our, <laughs> that's our soundbite that we're going to use to promote this podcast. Don't James worry. Franco. Um, uh, we were meant to do that, but the di- that for the dictator. Um, oh, yeah, but yeah. But that fell through um, because of... Because Sammy got hacked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right. But I met him in a lift, which was cool. That's cool. Kevin Hart did him. <laughs> Uh, twice. <laughs> uh, Tom Hanks. I don't know. That, that's just like. Oh, really that would there. be great. I, I would love I'm, to watch that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would too. I don't, the thing is, I, just, I would probably be too afraid to do it because I get really nervous. But I hear he is like the nicest person in Hollywood. Like, really? He's like actually very Again, present and cool. These people are surprising. Insecure, yeah. You know, Justin Timberlake. Oh, um, that's tro- a good one. I got Troy Sivan on here now. Ah, uh, Troy. Yeah, just tons of people. I won't go through them all. That's awesome. Yeah, it should be good. But that's you. I don't know. If I think, you manifest it. Yeah, exactly. I think the fun thing about you is I think people can look at you and be like, oh, he's just like a comedian. But you're very, very smart about your <laughs> brand and you're very organized. And like, I remember shooting with you for the first time years ago and thinking you just like fly by the seat of your pants. But you're very organized and thoughtful about everything that you do. And I was so like wonderfully surprised because I'm very <laughs> a sloppy mess that flies by the seat but of then, my pants. I mean, you've obviously delegated well, well, they keep me. I literally walked in this morning and they're like had Bloody Marys and Pedialyte for me. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, God bless yeah. this wonderful group of humans. But, you know, it takes time to get to that yeah. sort of situation. But I think like the fact that you have notes like that in your phone is like such a testament to how hard you work on your channel. <laughs> yeah, because I write out a note of famous people. <laughs> yeah, you just that's, my, that's basically the hardest I work. Um, <laughs> no, I, I've diversified, I guess, into loads of different things. I think yeah. I've, I've always kind of my main thing wasn't being maybe the most entertaining person on camera, but being able to work with really cool people yeah. so that they can come on my channel and collaborate. And that's kind of how I started. And I want to keep doing that. That's awesome. I feel like that has more longevity than me always trying to be like the person people want to watch. For sure. But, and that also you get burnt out being like the, the talent all the time, yeah. you know, and like being able to spread your brand so that it can operate independently of you is like, I think this got deep. Sorry. Yeah. Guys. Yeah, but it's, again, though, it's so I, I still my team is so small, and uh, it's because I, I find it so difficult to let go of things. And I think the YouTube yeah. is that's because it's hard to I've it, never had control freaks. World. Yeah, exactly. Have there ever been? Because you and Joe love to prank each other so much. <laughs> He's a lot better at it than me, though, and I'm kind of getting scared to prank him because really? I'm not good at it. <laughs> has, has there ever been a prank that hasn't made it to air because it went bad? Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
Really? Can you um, give us any info on it? Just you don't have to give details. I get, <laughs> uh, lots of <laughs> nakedness, I guess. Whoa! Uh, it's a bit too far, but no, nothing too bad. No. Uh, do you guys have like safe words? It's just words? not entertaining enough sometimes. Do we have safe No. Where you're like, this is too far. You can't post this. No, this but we, we know we have such a like understanding with each other that yeah. we'll we'll send it <clears> off. Like, is this okay to upload? That's or, nice. So yeah. you have respect yeah, between yeah, each yeah, other. Exactly. That's important. Uh, well, we have a game involving Joe and Ollie for you Amazing. in a second. Thank but you. But before we get to that game, I'm going to ask you the two questions I ask every single guest that's on the podcast. And the first one is to tell us uh, your worst pants shitting story in three words or three small phrases. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Off to a great start. <laughs> I like that verbal response. <laughs> tells us a lot. Hit the road. Hit. Is that, oh, that's, that's your That's kind show. of lame. It was. I was trying to think. I'll just say hits. Uh, yeah, it was hit the road. Hit the road. Literally, no, because I, now I think about it, it actually happened on a road nearly as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, no During fa- that whole experience, do I need to go into it now? No, no, no. follow-up questions. Yeah. My dad spoke to me on Father's Day uh, for about an hour about uh, how he just is so tired of toilet humor. And it's <laughs> it's just, I'm not going anywhere well, with my listen. life if I'm going to continue to do that. <laughs> he will never listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. He will though, that's the thing. He, he, Hello, he's Casper's my biggest. dad. Hi, dad, sorry. I swear I'm a little bit better than this kind of humor, <laughs> but please go check out Fart Soundboard Challenge on my YouTube channel. I think you'll really enjoy it. It's the funniest thing in the world though. I love it. The other question I ask every single guest on the podcast is who, alive or dead, would you most want to throw cold spaghetti at? Oh, <clears throat> oh yeah. That, oh. <laughs> it's tough. I'm trying to think. I mean, I think it would be fun to throw it at you, Grace. Yeah. <gasps> Thank you. Yeah. Oh, I'm so flattered. That's such a treat. <laughs> I know. It's Are not offensive, like, right? No, yeah. I would d- delight in would it. Would you love quite it? Frankly, I think it'd be great. I also love cold spaghetti as like a hangover food. Oh, that's really good. Carbs, cold yeah. carbs, cold carbs. Can you eat um, steak if it wasn't in the fridge? Uh, overnight? Is this a personal question? Yeah. <laughs> I have one in my bag. I have some meat with me. <laughs> I was, what? Because we yesterday we went out for dinner, um, and so it was cooked. It was cooked, yeah, yeah. But so, it's not been in the refrigerator. No, but it American food portions are insane. Are yeah, insane. very and, big. So you have a lot left over. Yeah. And so did the spaghetti bring up the idea that you still have meat lingering yeah. somewhere? Because you said cold spaghetti, but it's probably been refrigerated. Yeah. So this hasn't. And well, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's safe to eat, Casper. Go for oh it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, because it would be a waste not to. <laughs> right. I mean, you're here in America. Just indulge. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, oh, before we get into our game, we uh, have a segment called This is Curious, where we find out, um, we find a social media post that you've posted and we just want to get to know a little bit of the backstory of what was happening in this social media post oh my gosh so we have this uh, tweet from you <laughs> from uh october 27th yeah. 2016 and it says i want to dress up as a slutty pizza slice for halloween yeah what so was going this on? is uh, basically a sign of someone who's looking for attention <laughs> and it's, it's halloween and it's relatable and yeah did what, you actually do this uh oh i hope so yeah i dressed up in a yeah, in a pizza outfit. It wasn't. It didn't look like when it just had the pizza kind of okay. texture. Was it slutty? I guess so. It was quite <laughs> tight. It was quite tight. Um, but yeah, the words pizza, Halloween, during Halloween. Yeah. Mm. Those all do really well for engagement. So. <laughs> pizza, pizza slutty and Halloween. It's like, I'm taking notes, okay? Good to know this October. It's just pizza and sluts are all over yeah. your Twitter feed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have… Um, Ideas for your Halloween costume this year? That's a great question. Uh, 
Hmm. No. Do you like Halloween? Do you go uh, for it? Like, I, do like, like- I mean, I like the parties. <laughs> I, like, I love themes. I love coming together with yeah. my friends. Uh, wow, sorry. <laughs> I like coming together yeah, with my friends. Yeah, you just repeated it. Sorry, dad. <laughs> um, We're but, better than this, Casper's dad. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I have no idea. On Twitter, we have a couple Twitter questions that we got from um, some of the audience for you. And the first one is from Shamayani. Oh Wants to know gosh. your favorite YouTuber to binge. Do you watch a lot of YouTube? I, I do. Okay. I do. You don't have to be ashamed of that. No. <laughs> I, I know. But it's actually really interesting at the moment. Everyone's it's just like, there's so many new people yeah, to watch. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, uh, Logan Paul, I, I really oh, like to watch. Um, cool. He's just, I just don't know how he does it, basically. I'm just fascinated by his energy. Yeah. And it's very his, much like money works. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's but, cool. Yeah, so he's fascinating. Logan Paul, um, I gotta check it out. Yeah. I I watched some of his stuff. Oh, this is an important question. Maeve Mueller wants to know, how is your mother doing? We've talked a lot about your father. Yeah. How is your mother doing? My mom, she… She, she seems like the sweetest woman. She is. And it's insane. And I, I just want to be like her. But uh, she just got back from Sri Lanka visiting my granddad, who I saw recently. He's he's 90 years old. Wow. And he lives there basically on his own. Like, just love, he grew up there. Wow. Um, so he went back and… Yeah, she visits him quite often and she's just traveling with uh, my stepdad and oh, she fine. did my book. So she had a book deal. So now ah, she just travels all the time. And, that's yeah, so sweet. It's really cool. yeah. Good for her. Yeah, yeah. Do you get to go visit her much during the year? Um, I go to South Africa maybe twice a year and yeah. she's usually there for that. And then she, my, my stepdad's from Ireland. So she goes there quite often and we just go back okay. and forth, which is so close. That's nice. That's the cool thing about England and Europe and it's all stuff. Very I wish it was going to stay. I hope it stays open in regards to traveling at least yeah. with Brexit. That's cool. Yeah. And also terrifying. Yeah, oh, the political climate. Oh, should we talk about that? <laughs> nope. Because that's also yeah. another good like answer to the f- previous question is I watch a lot of like news and like yeah, education yeah. and stuff like that on YouTube. I don't know because never went to university, so I really try and no, that makes sense. Learn from it's also very accessible on YouTube. I watch Phil DeFranco like more regularly than any other YouTuber because yeah. it's the most reliable news source for yeah, me yeah, at yeah. this point in my life. Yeah. Uh, plus, I trust that he's like very unbiased in the mm. way that he presents stories. I saw him uh, at VidCon like. <laughs> The first night, it was really nice. I know yeah. he's like never at those conventions, so yeah, I saw yeah. him from a distance. I was like, "You're here, that's cool." Yeah, yeah. I think we have one more question for you from Twitter. It's oh, okay, wow, Waka Waka nine eight wants to know if you could be Grace for one day, what would you do? That's me. <sighs> if you could be me for one day, what would you do? I would, Yikes! I would throw my face in spaghetti. <laughs> there you go, and, uh, and give Casper his dream. Yeah, story of my life. Every Monday morning, that's where I am. Uh, okay, now we have a really fun game that I'm really excited about. Um, it's very simple. It's called Caught in a Bad Bromance because this whole episode is coming out in the month of uh, Romance Awareness Month. So we have this panel here, this little panel yeah. that has Ollie White on one side and Joe Sugg on the other side. And we have some, um, I guess, romantic-facing uh, questions. Yeah, so uh, the, the the intro we have written for this is… Casper is in the midst of not one, but two intimate bromances <laughs> yep. with his friends, Ollie and Joe. A uh, bromage toi, if you will. <laughs> so we're going to suggest some super romantic things, and we want to know if Casper would prefer to do them with Ollie or with Joe. Okay. Ollie, Ollie is, is beautiful. <laughs> he is. He's a fascinating creature. Have you seen how he's grow, like, grown over the last few years? And, like, he's just I feel evolved. like you, you guys are so sweet because wow. you're so proud of each other. No, yeah. Obviously, Joe as well, but I mean, we've really taken. Ollie's more like our child. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And it's like Joe You've and I have had a, well. we've had a divorce because we've moved out together. We're still on good terms, but right. Ollie's still, you know, we have to both look after him. <laughs> 
sure, sure. Yeah. You need to make sure that he understands that both of you love him equally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah, I love all of you. It's very thoughtful. All right, well, let's find out who of the two you would most want to do these. And there's no wrong answers. Okay. Yeah, we're getting exclusives here. Yeah. All right, so the first one is, um, okay, Ollie or Joe, who would you most want to share an ice cream sundae with? Definitely Joe, because I'd have way more of it. He doesn't... <laughs> I'm not trying to put Ollie under a bus, but Joe is... <laughs> Joe is really good at not eating his food. So if you want to go for dinner with someone okay. and you a want cheap some date. extra food. Joe's, yeah. Joe's Joe. the one. Okay. Also, he has free Oaxaca and Wagamamas, which are two… For life? Incredible. I think Wagamamas, I think is for life. He's basically <gasps> got these silver chopsticks. Oh my God. And he can bring three friends. Whoa. And I love I know, Wagamamas. Do you know what I mean? We all know Joe. Yeah, yeah. Joe. Need to become good friends with Joe. He, tell us that. he came on the podcast months ago. He didn't bring that up. Yeah, I think he got it more recently at… I th- he would have taken you. Um, and then, yeah, Ollie used to have like free Nando's. All of my friends get free food. Yeah, where's your free I've food deal? Had, I don't think I've ever had free food. Oh, man. I don't get free food. Don't worry. Yeah. Okay, who of the two, Ollie or Joe, would you most want to Netflix and chill to a Fifty Shades of Grey movie? Ollie. <laughs> He's just cuddly. He's cuddly. He's no, seriously. I sometimes yeah. just rest my head on his chest. He's a very sweet boy. He's a he very is. sweet boy. He he's yeah. He's like he reminds me of like a seal. I don't know. <laughs> you have a very wonderful fascination with it. Ollie. I love it. All right. So, who would you rather go horseback riding together with on the beach? Ooh. Hmm. I think I think Joe because I feel like I've I've done it before with him. Um, <laughs> I know. I know. You've gone Sorry, Dad. You've gone horseback yeah. riding on the beach oh. together. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, no, we did it while filming "Hit the Road USA," and he just he just goes, "Oh, my balls! Oh, my balls! Oh, my balls!" <laughs> like from an episode of Family Guy. Because he's so small that yeah. he just bounces. Yeah, he just bounces <laughs> on the saddle. So I get it. Funny. I get it. Wow, we're learning so much. You yeah. really are. Okay, which of the two would you most want to spend a romantic? Secluded weekend away in wine country with. Oh, wow. Ollie. <laughs> I feel like you guys are picking up. Uh... <laughs> I feel like your relationship with Ollie is just progressing into a very romantic yeah. relationship. Honestly, I'm finding it surprising how seriously you're taking this game, which yeah. I appreciate. <laughs> yeah, because he's, yeah, he, he loves like fine dining and, <laughs> and food. And... I think we're learning that Ollie is your dream man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. right. he, he's very sensitive as well. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let's jump ahead. Uh, second base. Oh, gosh. What's second base again? Yeah, what are the bases? Is it touching base? I actually can answer this because I had to. I, we had to learn this for a recent episode of uh, yeah, right. Megan's podcast. Yeah, right. So first base is French. <laughs> French kissing. Right. Second base uh, is feel. Touching body parts. Right. Okay. Third base is finger. Ah, oh, my God. And, okay. and home run is, you know, fuck. Six. Oh. It's all F. F, 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 F. Oh, yeah. okay. So, so, so second base French, is... Feel, finger, so feel, fuck. Is, is it feel over or under? I guess that's your choice. If it's under, I'll definitely go for Ollie. All right, no follow-up questions on that <laughs> one. Perfect. Um, who would you want to open mouth kiss for five plus seconds? <laughs> Very specific. I mean, have you kissed that's either a, one of them already? That is a tough question no. to answer. No, I feel like… Uh, actually… <laughs> probably, probably for like a YouTube thumbnail. Right, like, you know exactly. how it is. Yeah, yeah. It's like a bad. It's, de- it's nearly December. The AdSense is up, but the views aren't. <laughs> you just got to do it. But now you can't really do it because that might be deemed as pretty. Yeah, you're gonna get that restricted crazy. mode. Yeah. 
Um, so, I'll, I'll say Joe, just go. to mix things up. There you go. All right, so uh, nude swimming together in the Playboy Mansion Grotto. Wow, very specific. It's very specific. It'll be like swimming with a the seal. There you go. In a good way. Um, <clears throat> wow, the last couple are a little intense. Yeah, so maybe just read um, one. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Um, <laughs> which of the two would you want to be the power bottom of? <laughs> So I feel like Todd has tried to explain what a bottom is to me many times. <laughs> that feels just like a video. Just trying to remind video. myself. How, the po- okay. I don't know yeah, the difference between sense. a bottom and a power bottom. If you're in oh. control. Oh, I, I oh, assume. But from the bottom. Okay. From the bottom, yeah. yeah. You started from the bottom, now you're still there. I'll just keep mixing it up. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I'm not That's a good title for a video. <laughs> Joe Slug Power Bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Not clickbait. Not clickbait. Wow. Well, that was wow. a great game. I feel Thank like you. hopefully we brought you closer to your friendships with Ollie and Joe. Yeah. And so I know I said there's no right answer, but um, I think you won that game. Yeah. Really? Congratulations. All of them. Thank you. Thank you, Casper. Uh, we're coming to the end of the podcast. Really? That went so quickly. I know. Yeah. This has been super fun. We um we have a gift for you that's no specific way. for you for making some time to come hang out with us. Diane's bringing it out on a silver platter right now. It is. Da, 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 da. Oh, I thought it was to be my book. No, it's not your book. <laughs> it's an autograph book because you meet so many celebrities. Stop it. That you can get their autographs Thank now you. and save them forever. That's so thoughtful. Of course. Aww. I mean, you got to get that Kevin Hart signature. Yeah, I— I will. I, I, I do have one, but again, no, I got one I, in my Well, now you can consolidate it all in one I'm going to put it, that's so cool. <laughs> I'm going to become so annoying because I think one of the things I'm, I'm not, I haven't like done it that yet. But. And this is in honor of your, um, your bromance. Uh, obvious bromance. With I both love Ollie. Ollie White and Joe Sug. Yeah. Oh, on a t-shirt. On a t-shirt. Thank you. Casper, for people that don't know because they're dummies, where can people find you on the internet? Um, YouTube, I guess. Uh, I love Twitter as well. <laughs> yeah. Are but, you just Casper Lee across the board? Yeah, kind of. But it's spelt with a C-A-S-P-A-R. Lots okay. of people spell it wrong. So that's why I don't have any Instagram followers. That's, <laughs> that's the reason I tell myself. <laughs> uh, and, so Casper yeah. with an A. Yeah. And I try, I'm try. i trying to actually become an Instagram model so I can… Uh, I saw that. I saw yeah. your campaign has started. Yeah, I'm really yeah, yeah. proud of you. I think you can go all the way. Imagine having five children but just looking after them from doing like weight loss product type <laughs> stuff. How cool would that be? You want that the, the weight loss tea? Yeah, that's what I was trying to get at. It's a dream. Well, we, I mean, I'm glad that you have announced it Thank with you. us today. No, it's um, on the Instagram bio too. So if you oh want good. to check it out, guys. Well, we're rooting for you. <laughs> Thank you for making time for being here, Casper. This is really fun. Go check him out if you haven't already. Um, follow his journey to become um, a very serious Instagram model. <laughs> I think we're all along for a great ride. Yeah. We'll see you guys next time on another, <laughs> another episode of Not Too Deep. Goodbye. Bye, guys. Bye. Too deep, too deep, too deep, not too deep with Grace Helbig. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated, produced and directed by Jack Ferry with production support from Full Screen Studios and Michael Rucker. Associate producer Melissa D. Mons with production assistance by Diane Kang. Editing by Melissa D. Mons and an extra special thank you to Flula for the theme music. Too deep, too deep, too deep, not too deep with Grace Helbig. Whatever struggles you are facing, from depression and anxiety to trauma and grief, BetterHelp can connect you with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, as well as chat and text with your therapist. And anything you share is completely confidential. Best of all, it is affordable, and you will get 10% off your first month with the discount code GRACE. So why not get started? Go to betterhelp.com slash GRACE. Fill out a questionnaire to get matched 
matched with a counselor that you'll love today. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated, producer Melissa D. Montz, 